Hey everybody, welcome back to Good Film Hunting. I'm Andrew, and I'm actually all alone this week. Uh, Eric is off doing some 4th of July stuff. Um, if you're listening to this around that time of the year, then happy holidays, enjoy the 4th. Um, and of course, we're uh, still missing our good friend B-Man. He should be back, uh, hopefully for the next episode. Um, but anyway, so I am all alone in the apartment today, and uh, I got bored, so I was like, you know, I'm going to go see a movie and uh, record a nice solo episode here. Just a, it's going to be a quick one, maybe, I guess we'll see how long it goes, probably like 20 minutes. Uh, but I decided to go see Late Night uh, tonight. It's uh, Mindy Kaling's new movie, uh, I believe she wrote most of it, um, and Obviously, you'd know her, uh, Kelly from The Office, um, and she's definitely a rising star. She's been in a lot of, a lot of stuff recently. Um, I can't say I'm a, I'm any sort of super fan of Mindy Kaling or anything. I mean, I, I find her funny. I think she's a great actress, but I uh, definitely don't follow her work super closely, so I don't think I've seen too much of what she's been in recently, but uh, she's definitely funny. Um, so I went in with high hopes. I, was, I thought the uh, trailer was funny. And it seemed like an interesting concept for a story. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, it's essentially uh, the lead actress, uh, or the other lead actress is Emma Thompson, and she plays a female, uh, el- like older, in her mid-50s, uh, late show talk show host, essentially. Um, so think Jimmy Fallon, that kind of thing. Um, and the plot of the movie is essentially that she's... Uh, Viewed as kind of, she's not as funny anymore. She's kind of, she's not keeping up with the time. She uh, won't relate to current social media um, and current issues of today. Uh, she's also British too, um, so she kind of misses out on some American. Uh, what's going on in America? She, she kind of, she fits the the snobby British. Um, elderly woman essentially she's just kind of in her own world not caring what else is going on in the world and as a talk show host she obviously needs to be a little bit more relatable so the plot going on is that the head of the channel is essentially kicking her out of her position as the the lead of her own talk show that she's been running for so long Um, and Mindy Kaling is they basically hire because their entire writing staff is all white males and they want some diversity, so they just hire Mindy Kaling. And yeah, the movie kind of goes on from there of Mindy Kaling being a writer and helping her uh, modernize her show essentially so that she can try and save her show. Um, so I thought it was an interesting idea. I feel like it's something I haven't really seen before. Um, so I went in with high hopes. I, th- I was hoping it'd be good. From The trailer seemed like it would be pretty funny. Uh, like I said, I'm usually usually a fan of Mindy Kaling's comedy style, so I, I thought it was going to be pretty decent. Um, and I hate to say I was honestly kind of disappointed. Um, looking at the reviews here, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it 79% right now, and the audience gave it a 77%. Um, consensus from the critics was that it was a smart, timely, and brought to life by a terrific cast. Late Night is a workplace comedy with a lot of heart and just as many laughs. And I hate to say it, but I disagree, I think. I, I It was funny at times. Um, they did a lot of jokes that, that really 
resonated with me just because, um, like I said earlier, Mindy Kaling is brought in as they they describe it as the diversity hire. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, what white male um, nepotism jokes and that kind of stuff going on, which I I appreciated. Um, it was definitely a very realistic scene of, you know, the the white males just dominating the boardroom, um, and finally there's some some diversity coming in and. Uh, shaking up the workplace a little bit and I appreciated that because that's definitely something that uh, our country in particular and and the rest of the world really is still dealing with and I appreciated that uh, Minnie Kaling just went on it head on and and past just trying to make a comedy she really uh, brought light to the situation and kind of gave a gave her take on on what's going on in the world right now and I, I definitely appreciated that um and they they did it well too, you know. It wasn't it wasn't over the over the top where it was annoying to the point where it was annoying. Um, it was just it was funny, you know. They made they made enough jokes about it, and they definitely hit on what they were trying to say. So I, I appreciated that. But past that, honestly, the the comedy was, in my opinion, it was kind of weak. It, I, the theater laughed a few times, um, but honestly, I. I, I gave it a, a little little chuckle, but it wasn't laugh-out-loud funny. I mean, it was just kind of, you know, there was, especially towards the beginning, it was it, there were some good jokes in there. That's kind of when they threw in the, the nepotism kind of stuff and um, the white male jokes and everything. That that hit pretty well, and then it honestly fell off for me. It was, you know, the first quarter of the movie, I was like, all right, yeah, this, it's, it's a fun comedy. They're at least just making me laugh a little bit, and then after that, they kind of just wanted to go along with the story, which, I mean, that's fine, um, but the story, it wasn't anything to write home about, I mean, it was very predictable, uh, you see the ending coming a mile away, and you see pretty much everything happening in the movie coming a mile away, there's a lot, there's some foreshadowing there, and then it happens, um, there's not really any surprises, which, it's a comedy movie, so I'm not expecting it to have any surprises, but... It seemed like they wanted to rely on the story a lot, but the story wasn't fleshed out enough to rely on, and then it seemed like they kind of forgot about the comedy, which I'm surprised that uh, Rotten Tomatoes is um, applauding them for their their uh, laughs here. But, you know, um, maybe I'm just not the target audience for the comedy. I mean, I, I definitely found some of it funny, and I appreciated what they're going for, but I don't know. I mean, I uh, it definitely wasn't the funniest movie we've seen so far. I'd say definitely Booksmart and uh, Longshot, the one with um, Seth Rogen. Those are definitely funnier by a pretty good margin, in my opinion. Uh, both of those were had me laughing throughout the entire movie. This one, like I said, it was kind of laugh a little bit at the beginning, and then that was kind of it. Uh, I don't know. It was just, it was still entertaining. I mean, the story, like I said, it was it was unique. I I can't argue that it was at least something I hadn't really seen before. It um, very easy to to go into because obviously we're all very familiar with the talk shows, and it was pretty relatable. That just the idea that you know everyone at some point kind of loses touch with the world, um, and just can't keep, keep pace with, uh, all the cultural changes and everything, especially now with how fast, um, 
you know, memes go through the internet and uh, just changes in social media platforms. Um, and even our generation is uh, starting to kind of lose touch with what the uh, people, I'm a senior in college and I can't even keep up with some of the social media platforms that the seniors in high school are using now. Um, so, you know, just stuff like that. It, it was definitely relatable, but I don't, I don't know. The story was, it was good, like I said, but it wasn't like incredible. So I, I thought they tried to rely on the story too much. Um, but it wasn't a bad movie. I'd give it, I'm, I'm surprised that the audience and the critics are both around the, a high seventies number for, for the rating. Um, I'd probably put it closer to 55, 60, honestly. I mean, it. It's, I, w- I don't know if I'd even recommend you to go to the theater to go see it, honestly. Um, it's definitely be a good, like, go watch it on Netflix one night kind of thing and just enjoy it there. Um, if it's on TV, definitely watch it just for something in the background to laugh at. But I don't know if I'd recommend you buy... If you have to buy a movie ticket, I don't, I don't know if it's really worth going for, honestly, unless you just want to go to the movies for a night and, I don't know, maybe laugh at a few jokes, but past that, it's just, it was disappointing to me, honestly. I I think the funniest parts are pretty much all in the trailer, so if you've seen the trailer, you've pretty much seen all of the comedy in this movie, which is disappointing to see, to say the least. Um, and yeah, like I said, I mean, if you go in and you get a quarter of the way through the movie and you're like, alright, yeah, this is kind of funny, then it might be worth leaving, because... The rest of the movie's not that funny. If that's if you're looking for a comedy, then this one I honestly don't know if I'd recommend you go see this one for a uh, funny movie. But to hit on some some pros on this movie because I've kind of been hitting on all the things I didn't like. Um, Emma Thompson absolutely killed it in her role uh, as the uh, talk show host. She you really felt all of her emotion. Um, she definitely started out as the aggressive uh, leader of the the business. You know, they they definitely made a point to show that she doesn't show up for all of the writers' meetings, and the writers aren't even allowed on in the stage um, while they're recording. So, you know, it, it definitely she felt out of touch, and you, they really touched. They really did that well, um, and she played that part very well. That. You could tell that she was out of touch, and she just she did it really well. And then later on in the movie, you really saw all of her. It takes probably a third of the movie for her to actually um, accept that she's out of touch with what's going on in society, and that she needs to update her comedic style to to keep up with uh, what everyone else is doing. Um, so they they do that pretty well. That you it's it's realistic just because. For they make a point to say that she had, I think it was eight or nine Emmys or something like that, and she'd been on this talk show for 19, 20 years. So obviously someone that's received so much recognition and has been in the game for so long, it would be definitely hard to just accept that, um, you know, that you're just not at the top of your game anymore and you need to change. So, you know, it was definitely, it was relatable in that sense, and she, Emma Thompson, did that really well. And then when she does accept that, she plays the, um, you know, being upset about that pretty well. And, you know, you just, you feel with her through the whole movie. And 
Um, I definitely credit Emma Thompson on that performance because, like I said, the story's not incredible. And for uh, a story that didn't have a ton going on, she was uh, definitely a bright spot in it. She found kind of her her niche and what the story was, and she really um, killed her role that uh, she was given. And then Mindy Kaling did pretty well as well. She killed the, uh, especially, I, I've watched the entire series of The Office, so I'm, I'm familiar with her as Kelly and um, definitely used to her playing that kind of character where she's um, overbearing and just kind of very... Um, ecstatic and just doing whatever she wants and in this she's kind of a similar character um she definitely goes out of her way to um you know thank emma thompson's character for giving her the job and she's just kind of she's very um vibrant of a character you know she's always always doing something always saying always talking and they they kind of make a few jokes about that of just how she's just too out there for most of the people um, so she kind of plays a similar similar role, but at the same time, she doesn't come in as um, confident as uh, Kelly from The Office, so she kind of changed her character there a little bit. Um, she's definitely, she starts, before she's a writer for the show, before she gets hired, she, uh, in the movie, she works at a chemical plant, which they mention a lot, um, and she doesn't really have any comedy experience, so... It was just more of a dream of hers that she she was able to accomplish. So she, it, that's relatable too that you know she doesn't have the experience, so she kind of has the imposter syndrome where, you know, she doesn't believe that she's cut out for the job, but she kind of has to. It's kind of an inner battle with herself of her trying to uh, convince herself that she's actually worthy of the spot. Um, and obviously, like I said, Emma Thompson's not super. Her character isn't super welcoming at the beginning, so it's kind of. Um, tough for Mindy Kaling's character to get talked to by talked down to by Emma Thompson, and um, especially just starting off at this job, she she gives some valid points and she gets yelled at for it. Um, so you know it's definitely relatable in that sense of being in a workplace and having to deal with a, a hard coworker who happens to be your boss. Um, so you know it's a all around a relatable movie. Honestly, the the whole workplace environment feels very real. Um, especially definitely modernized for uh, 2019 of uh, all the writers in the writer's room. They had a bunch of toys lined up and, you know, basketball hoop, Nerf guns, that kind of stuff. So it was definitely, it felt like a modern 2019 office. And, you know, they, they had, they, just in general, they, they made the movie really relatable. So that's, that's good. It's just, I wish there was some more comedy in it. Um, and just a note as well, I found interesting, um, the head of the, Network was uh, this one, and she was actually played by Amy Ryan, which you might know her as... I can't remember the character's name in The Office, but uh, it's uh, Michael Scott's eventual wife. So the, the actress that played her, she she was in this as well, so I found that interesting. I'm sure Mindy Kaling uh, went and got a favor to uh, have her in this role. So that was, that was cool to see, just uh, keeping, the, keeping the old Office cast together. So that was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I think that's really all I have for late night. I mean, like I said, it's maybe go see it if you just want want to watch a movie and see an interesting story. I just in general, I probably wouldn't recommend you go see it in a theater. But 
you know, if you're a fan of Mindy Kaling, if you're a fan of um, workplace humor, if you're a fan of, um, you know, just diversity humor in general of um, making fun of the current climate of the, um, how there's so many white males in corporate positions, you know, if you're a fan of that kind of humor, go see it. Um, just political humor in general, go see it. They had some pretty good uh, political jokes for, for Emma Thompson's characters, say, in some of the late-night shows, but I don't know. It didn't didn't uh, wow me as much as I wanted it to, but it's an okay movie, so yeah, go see it, maybe, but I wouldn't pay too much money for it. If, maybe go see it on Netflix. I think it's actually, I think they said at the beginning it was like an Amazon original movie, so maybe it'll come to Amazon Prime. So I guess if you have Amazon Prime, maybe give it a watch. But yeah, I think that's uh, all I have to say for, for this episode. Like I said, it's a short one. Um, we we'll, should be back next week after the 4th of July with uh, hopefully Spider-Man Far From Home. We got uh, Lion King coming up next week. I definitely, I know Eric and I have been really excited for yesterday. I think that just came out uh, this past Friday, I believe. Uh, So we definitely have to go see that one. Uh, So yeah, hopefully we got some uh, good good content lined up for the the next week. And then we're going to try and keep it rolling and uh, keep giving you guys the the reviews you're looking for. So uh, yeah, stay in in touch for that. If uh, you aren't following us on Twitter already, Go check us out at uh, film underscore hunting. We uh, love to have conversations with some of you guys on Twitter. So uh, go check us out there if if you want to. But uh, yeah, I think that's... uh, I'm going to wrap up the episode there. So happy hunting, hunters.